And welcome everyone to Hardly a Week 2, the short form podcast giving you what you need in under 10 minutes. I'm Desi and today is Monday, January the 15th, 2024. If you like the show, be sure to share any episode links on LinkedIn, X or Discord. But let's get into it. This week, I've got three links for you that I found. So the first one is NIOCs to rule them all. I actually don't know what the N stands for, but I was having a quick read of the article, but couldn't figure it out. IOC stands for indicators of compromise, and that's the base indicators that you kind of look for when you're looking at a compromise or an attack or that kind of thing. So what these researchers went and did is they analyzed the top 10 malware families in Switzerland. So it is country specific, according to a uh, GovCert website during the period of April to December 2022. And then what they looked at was the not the infection chain, but the traces left by the second stage of the malware. So for example here, the first one is defender exclusion. So what that is, is malware will go in and add an exclusion either for the file itself or the folder that it's dropping itself in for evasion or persistence or something like that. The next one was PowerShell logs. So if something is running PowerShell and you have logging configured or you're running PowerShell version five or above, you may find some value in the logs for things like a run key being added or potentially the execution where you've got an encoded string of base64 and it's being decoded and then run. The next is scheduled tasks. That's quite a common one. Again, like these are all very common methods of persistence or where you would find evidence. What they've done is just gone and shown that the tried and true methods of persistence or where you're going to find information is not really changing. It's still appearing in the same spots on Windows systems. So I'm just looking through scheduled tasks, startup folder, app data. App data likes to cache a lot of stuff because it's a user-based temp location. Dynamic DNS is another one, high port IP only. And that's it. So again, like nothing there that surprised me out of that list. It's kind of stuff that you would normally come across, but for beginners to be up to date on, I guess, 2022 of what was happening is a good way to start to go through that. The blog's really well put together. Uh, that was by, if I can find it, uh, I will link it. It's on the website, DFIRCH. CH is the Switzerland uh, domain but I will figure out who is actually doing this and post it in the show notes as always. The next is a YouTube video by Dr. Joss. Oh, I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Strunchin, S-T-R-O-S-C-H-E-I-N. And it was posted two days ago from here, but it's about what is a web shell exploring popular web shell capabilities for malware analysis. A nice quick nine minutes and 39 second video. If you've never come across web shells before, he actually goes in and shows code examples. The one that I got up to watching was a PHP web shell. This is usually the initial foothold, or I guess part of the initial foothold of a compromise. Uh, attackers will normally compromise the system, drop a basic web shell, and then try and increase their access from there, either dropping another web shell that has more functionality or pivoting off uh, into the corporate systems. But nice quick video, particularly for beginners. Um, and I had a good laugh at the comments because all the people are like, hey doctor, 
and then ask the questions. So it was kind of very formal how they were asking the questions in YouTube comments. The next one is a blog on Velocity. So uh, there's quite a few authors on this one, but this is surrounding the active exploitation of the two zero day vulnerabilities in the Avanti Connect Secure VPN. So if you've been living under a rock, you might not have seen this, but this is the recent, I guess, big zero days come out, I think attributed to China. Don't quote me on that, but I think I did see an article about that. But again, who knows whether attribution uh, is correct or not, because that's the land of governments. Uh, but it's utilizing two CVE. So CVE 2023-46805, which is an authentication bypass, and then a CVE 2024-21887, which is a command injection vulnerability. So we're seeing this more and more with zero days is that vulnerabilities being strung together to give threat actors access into corporate networks or into networks that they shouldn't have access to. Um, this is a really hard one, especially when it's two zero days that have kind of gone together. So you've got to try and patch one and then patch the other just in case another zero day might be up their sleeves for uh, continuing the attack if one gets patched, but the other doesn't. But uh, this, I'll, Again, I'll post the link in the show notes. So it goes through the incident investigation, has a whole bunch of IOCs and what you should be looking for if you're running this, if you're running the uh, Avanti VPN um, connect. But this might not be the most up-to-date place for IOCs. So uh, if you are dealing with this, I'm sure you're across it. But if not, uh, keep looking for IOCs. There's always consolidated lists somewhere. So... That's about it for me this week. Uh, last week, I had someone reach out who I featured on the show. Uh, they were doing the uh, 100 Days of Yara, which was really cool. And I did a long form podcast uh, with them. And I'll be releasing that soon. I'm just trying to sort out some of my editing. So that's really cool. I'm always happy to have people if they want to come on and talk about what they're passionate about and what projects they're doing. Uh, more than welcome to come on. The other thing you guys need to keep a lookout for is my sweaty cyber advice, which I've started posting to my Discord server and LinkedIn. But that's just some YouTube shorts where I go through and post some advice. I started talking about some of the advice last week, but I kind of like thinking in the gym and, and talking about it and then posting up the advice. So I'll keep doing that. As I said, there's lots more content to come out this year. And oh, one further announcement. So I guess... Um, B-Sides Brisbane has started selling tickets. Uh, keep a lookout for that if you want to go. I'm actually going to be launching a competition next week to get some tickets to your B-Sides of choice uh, and also a chance to, uh, I don't know whether this is like a good thing or not, but if you're a beginner, uh, come and hang out with me at B-Sides Brisbane uh, and I'll, um, yeah, chill out with you through the day. It's going to be a nice chill one for B-Sides Brisbane. It always is. I usually go and watch all the talks, so um, you don't have to hang out with me all day, but we can meet up definitely. And then if you're hanging around for the after drinks, then I'll buy you a beer as well. So keep a lookout for that. I'll do a announcement for the competition next week, but keen to kick that off. Well, that's it for me at Hardly Adequate. So thanks everyone for listening. As always, the best way to support at the moment is to subscribe to the podcast, like and subscribe to my YouTube channel and share the show on all social media where you think people will like this content. If you're interested in solving a cipher that's also on a challenge coin, then you can check out my merch. The shop and more content is linked from my website, hardlyadequate.com. And that's it for me. So I'll catch you all next week.
Thanks, everyone. Bye.